with it. Crew drop. Rapati, a send on for now. A pass to Vatavai. He goes inside and away from Trent. He gets away from Jeremy Smith. He gets oh, away to Michael Witt. Michael Witt is going to score. What's he doing? Oh, oh, down. Wow. The ball down. Son. And he does eventually. And the Warriors have got home. No, we ain't giving no hold. I ain't Romeo and I'll hold. Yeah, it's an intercept for Crichton. Hello and welcome back to the Pig Jam Dynasty Sports Podcast NRL Edition. We're through the seven rounds now and starting to get a gauge on things, on all the things that have changed and some of the things that clearly haven't. Those that are, those that have a keen ear will have noticed that I am not Rowdy Rick. Rick's been taking the big head ups for a few weeks now, so we've dropped him back to the bench, let him freshen up a little bit. How's things going over your way, Rick? Yeah, good. Just uh, busy at work, so ill-prepared for tonight's episode, so you can uh, lead the front, take the hard yards, and I'll uh, benefit from the, the slow forwards. Well, we'll do what we can, mate, without you. <laughs> no, you're always around. It's good to have you on, mate. Uh, we've got uh, two big names in the world of Supercoach joining us, Adrianosaurus Rex and Daddy Fig Jam himself, Tom. Ados, how are you, mate? I'm superb. Thanks, Mitch. It's good to come on and talk uh, Supercoach always with you guys, you good good blokes and good friends. So I'm glad to be here. Happy to have you on any time you want to come on, mate. Uh, Daddy Fig Jam, how's things on the uh, cow farm out there, mate? Oh, cheer, bro. Cheer. No, it's good, mate. Going good. I'm just up there. The, I feel like there's not enough uh, Kiwi talking on this podcast, so... If Rick's saying half the amount, I'm going to say half the amount as well, and then that'll equal double the amount, which will be what Rick was saying last week. So that's good. I mean, I could put on a Kiwi accent, but I don't want us to get cancelled. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're our token Bogan Australian accent. You're Australian as. <laughs> Australian as, eh? All right, I'll take that. Hey, yeah, um, you're a Queenslander. Queenslanders have got to say A more. A? Hey? Hey, yeah. I'll, I'll try to say um instead uh, a instead of um. We'll see how we yeah. go. <laughs> um, 
Um, <laughs> well, how we all go on the weekends, lads? I know some of us went better than others, um, but we'll, we'll start off with our honorary guest, Ados. Tell us about your week weekend, mate. How how'd you go? Yeah, good week. Um, Fifteen hundred and thirty-three. Um, there was a Cleary captain. I am a Talakai owner. I have Paps. Um, you know, it wasn't even everything go my way because I had a couple of 20s in there. I played Taff. I brought Taff in and he was a fucking hopeless buy, wasn't he? Um, you know, and I played Randall, even though I knew they had a reserve hooker. So I could have really had a, I could have had a big daddy score, but I'll take 1533 and I'm into 1046 overall. So looking good. Looking real good, mate. Um, speaking of looking good, Tom. You're absolutely slaying Supercoach this year. Nah, so not, far, not anymore. I was. You um, going now? Oh, I'm still in. I had an absolute shock and leak. Oh, I didn't get. I went pod route and didn't get Cleary because didn't I didn't expect Cleary to go as big as he did. I mean, I expected it, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> captaining was the worst. Like my captain scored seventy something, and I was like. Oh, that's all right. I'll take that. And then, like, everyone captained Pappy or Cleary. I was like, oh, fuck. So I went from 189th to 2,700. That's, yeah. a huge, that's a huge drop. I know. I couldn't believe it either. I, I scored 1,200 or 1,190-something. And yeah, I knew it was bad, but I didn't think I'd fall that far. So, yeah. Get Cleary. Getting Cleary. It, it could be worse. Um, Rick, tell us how it could be worse. <laughs> oh, despite, you, scored uh, more than, you still scored I, more than me. I, I scored. My super coach was pretty good to, uh, this week, 1389. Thanks a lot to uh, Peppy and Grant and Munster tearing my poor warriors apart in that second half. Um, but some poor advice from a certain co-host telling me to not <laughs> captain Peppy uh, caused me to put the C on Cook, who... Did a piss poor effort of what sixty two against a Tigers team that are looking good. Um, so thirteen eighty nine, I've jumped up two and a half thousand spots to fourteen thousand. So what's yeah. up with that? What are you talking about? Fourteen thousand is good. Yeah, I look. I thought you were going to say thirty. Not when you. Not when you've used. Yeah, not when you've used five boosts. No, no, four, four at that stage. Five now. Oh, five now. Okay, that's all right then. Well, I'll defend myself by saying it's not my fault that you only have one genuine captain option. Um, I had Munster. That's on you. <laughs> well, you should have used Munster. Yeah, I'd last time I kept in Munster, he scored thirty-three. Well, what about you, Mitch? How are you Munster going? Week? You had a good week. Um, yeah, I had a pretty good week. I rolled out a 15-12. Um, I am a, what have we got? Talakai, Molotalo, Hines, Cleary, Pappenhausen, Munster, all the fun ones. Um, don't have coats, so not going to get him either. But yeah, I'm sitting at 3,281 and I have three boosts. Mm, good shape. So I feel like I'm, I'm looking up pretty good. Um. We'll do a quick little run over uh, the round that was, round seven. Um, first game being Sharks, defeating Manly, 34-22. Um, Rowdy, you've got someone you want to talk about in this game? Mm, Talakai. <laughs> Tell us about Talakai. Yeah, 
well, first half, made a bitch out of Morgan Harper. Uh, so, um, oh, ended his ended his career for at least a while. Yeah, yeah. well, a couple of careers ended this weekend, that's for sure. Um, yeah, well, was it 150 by half time? Yeah, something like that. Something ridiculous. I mean, it was, for people who I was against who didn't have Talakai, they were shitting bricks. They're just like, this could be 300. Yeah. I mean, he's 15 odd points in the second half. Wow. He should have at least gone to 200. He was quiet. All the Sharks, I mean, the whole Sharks team was quiet in the second half, though. Like they put on 22 unanswered points. Manly put on 22 unanswered points. So there's not many attacking stats coming out of Cronulla when that's happening. Yeah, they all sort of went to sleep, didn't they? Mm. Um, As Ados, it would, player. up 36-0. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Ados, a player. Yeah, a player, you know, I got you mentioned him in a player that you had, which was Mulatalo. Um, he's been a real smoky pod for teams. I think he's too expensive now for people to come in, and I love those kind of pods. They're the ones that Went under the radar, people got him in, and he's, you know, I've been talking to someone who brought him in and got a hundred and a couple of eighties, a couple of hundreds, I think, and he's just been scoring so sensationally well. We talked about it on our pod. You could have gone Rami and you could have gone Mulatalo, you could have gone um, Katoa, and Mulatalo's just come up trumps. He's, you know, just enjoying. He's been so good, and he obviously, he doesn't play Origin or anything, so I think he's been... Great. One of the best centre wings this year. Can't argue with that at all. Uh, Tommy, who have you got? Didn't know this was part of the segment. Excellent. Pick uh, a player from the Sharks thought... or Manly to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Yes. Jesse Ramian saw a cool stat today that said Jesse Ramian this year has produced more uh, try assists than the rest of his career. Put together so i thought that was a cool stat he's had like seven tries this year and from 20 or whenever he debuted up until this year he'd had six so wow cool stat. Uh, i was i was supposed to be hines wasn't i i forgot all right do we okay. actually have Doesn't a run matter. shake i didn't realize fig jam had a run shake oh What's you're not in, yeah, you're, no, not, was... you're not important we, we usually do obviously, <laughs> you know me being the co-host this week this is, this is going really well for my second time ever hosting. <laughs> Excellent. I, I'm not going to spend an hour editing. All right. Well, we'll, mo- we'll move on. We'll move on. Broncos 34, Bulldogs 14. Um, Tommy, give me a uh, Broncos or a Bulldogs player. Do they have to be good? No, it doesn't have to be. It could be ugly. Fuck Katani Staggs. Fucking hate that guy. Fair enough. Bought Did you bring him in week. this week? Yeah, bought him in this week. Listen to my Broncos friends. And thought, yeah, he's a sneaky VC option. Got a minus 60 BE or something. Decent option. Yeah, no, fuck that guy. Cost me getting clear and cost me a top 100 spot. So, eat a dick. Eat a toe. Eat a toe. <laughs> he doesn't need an invite. <laughs> uh, Ados, uh, a, uh, a Bronco or a Bulldog? Yep. 
I'll go Cobbo. You know, yep. I'm a Cobbo owner. I feel like I've not wanted to play him one single time. And I've, I've been forced to play him. We've got a lot of 40s, couple of 20s, and he looked really good in this game. I don't, I think I'm going to be forced to play him again because even though I've grabbed a couple of unexpected center wings this week in Violier and um, who's the other one? Uh, Cooler. I still think Cobbo's the better play. Hopefully he keeps it up. I think he's, you know, I heard today on a podcast, he's a confidence player and he kind of looks sheepish out there. And that's when he makes all those mistakes and gets those low scores. So I think when he's, you know, happy and smiling on the field, I think he's a bit more confident in what he does on the field. He did some really good things in that game. Um, so hopefully we get another good score out of him this week. Fingers crossed that it'd be handy. I am also a owner and I'm even considering a, playing him. Is he a buy? I mean, he's got the neg break even. Um, I wouldn't be buying him because, you know, you, he's a really tough own, <laughs> if you know yeah. what I mean. He's going to make money, but I'd be trying to find it elsewhere. I mean, Suwali's a heaps better buy, you know, because he is. he's... Okay. Yeah. That's was, that was my next question. He's yeah. almost a wish. He's almost a wish version of Coates. Yeah, I think he's a better player than Coates. I think he's going to be yeah. a better player than Coates. But, you know, Suwali, he, you know, he's got that low break even he's going to play the first buy as well so that just means he's way better got the dogs this week yeah could go could score two tries yep uh rowdy a uh donkey or a pug uh, i'll go seeing the storm smash the warriors i'll go a form former storm player in josh Edokar. scored 98 yep. last week so he's got three good scores over over 55 last three weeks starting to feel the rhythm i guess and uh i'm not sure if i would buy him <laughs> but um it's nice to see him getting a bit of bit more scoring so for sale and fig jam if you want him no how about i'll give you flanagan for him <laughs> <laughs> sean johnson's also for sale He's cheap at the moment. He's real cheap. <laughs> he is real cheap. That is a buy low if there's ever one. Yeah. yeah. He's a sell low um, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Cody picks up, that's AJ picking up. But hey, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, the Queensland Derby, Cowboys 30, Titans 4. Uh, Ados, you got a Cowboy or a Titan for me? I do. Uh, I mean... I don't know whether it'd be highlight something positive or something negative. I'm going to put something negative. I'm going to say David Fafita. I missed his 200s because I sold him just before his 200s. Um, and I brought him back after the 200s. I mean, I brought him back because I saw the break even and I was like, he's going to go up. All he's going to do is walk onto the field. Mate, you heard me on the podcast this week, Mitch. I'm not a big fan of the coach. And David, he's got to be on the left. Why are you giving up the left side for David Fafita um, because of Bo Furmore? I mean, is he really lighting the world up, Bo Furmore? Play him on the right. Get David Fafita on the left in the second row because the Titans attack left. Don't put him in the centers. He's not Telekai. It was an absolute one of the all-time... Dumb, dumb coaching moves. And he should have changed it at half time, but he didn't because he's a fucking idiot. At least David Feeder's back in the second row this week. He's still on the right, which I don't like, um, but it was only a little price rise. I'm not going to sell for Feeder. I'm going to hold him now for the rest of the year. Hopefully it's a bounce back this week. Not just going to flip him and 
<laughs> I'm tempted to go him to IPAP, but I'm not going to be so trigger happy. He played in the centers and scored 42. Not his fault, you know, really. So look, hopefully, I mean, I missed those two hundreds knowing I just know if I sold him, he'll ton up this week. So I'll miss three tons if I sell him. <laughs> What's his ownership? Does anyone know? Uh, he's, he's got to be in the twenties, I think. Um, oh, that high. I thought he I thought he might have been coming down because a lot of people got off. Well, I suppose some people got back on him, didn't they? Yeah, yeah twenty eight percent. Yeah, he was high on the buy list last week because of the two mm. times in a row. So twenty eighty, mm. not a pod. People will probably be moving him this week to get IPAPs and telecoids. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um Tommy, you got a a cowboy or a Titan? I just, uh, I'm not really like, I'm not really one that goes and looks at. According to <laughs> Someone's talking to Siri. <laughs> uh, does it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about the, the good players of the, of the team, but I want to talk about Tom Dearden. Tom Dearden scored a breakaway try and he had one of the best games I've seen him play. And he's had a fair few good ones this year. He dominated David Fafita in that game. And he had a measly score of 42 with a try. And he was everywhere in that game. I can't believe how he scored 42. I, I would like to go back and watch that game because I thought he was as busy as Nathan Cleary, who scored 150 something, but obviously not. Mm. So Tom did 42 with a try. Very Must be passing the ball too early. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Not sure. Um, Rowdy, have you given us a cowboy? No. Um, speaking of, yeah, speaking of players that scored shit while scoring tries, can <laughs> I talk about uh, Nanai? 37 with a try. Yes, he got some band foot, so minus 10, blah, blah, blah. But that's still 47. <laughs> no try. Hasn't he been, he's such a tough own, I imagine. You, he's, he got those three tries and got yeah. 100. But other than that, he's got no discipline and he's got no base. He's, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's actually scored a try with a line break. It's all from, all from kicks. All of his tries have been from kicks. When you compare him to Lukey, who scored 70 points in 50 minutes. Off the bench, yeah. Off the bench with one try. You... Like it's pretty simple to see who I prefer in my team. Like Lukey looks solid. He's massive being compared to to Nanai, and Nanai's quite big. So but, many uh, people sold Lukey yeah. just before this game too. Yeah, because yeah, he was benched. Yeah, I mean, and look, it probably wouldn't have been the worst thing because he's such a. I hate these coaches that are so you know flippy, floppy. They change their lineups all the time. There's you, you know, you got the you, you know who they are, and he and he's one of those coaches. It'll he'll have he'll start Cotter or he'll move Lolo to the front row or he'll Lukey's off the bench, and it makes it hard to own these players because you know soon enough it could be Gilbert and Lukey starting and Nani on the bench. Who knows? You know, he's he's a wild animal, coach. It'd be nice to have a little bit of stability, but some coaches just don't want to give it to us. No. Speaking of coaches that can't give us stability. Uh, Tigers 23, Bunnies 22. Uh, Rowdy, uh, give me a Tiger or a Bunny to talk about. Mm. I'll go Nafo. Um, yep. 102, back on the try scoring 
the last couple of weeks. I think he's scored um, two tries in the last game as well. So, um, he, he's, he's finding his way to the line. Um, now, for a decent halfback, 5-8 combo, um, Hastings looks to improve the, improve the uh, back line immensely. So, Nofo will, will benefit from that. Mm. Yep. Yep. Agree with you there. Uh, Tom? I'm going to stick on halves that looked very good in the team but scored mediocre. Jackson Hastings, one of the best games you've seen from a Tigers half in, I can't remember how long. And he scored 54. Um, if you weren't looking at scores, you would say he scored 100. He was that busy with the ball. Mm. Scored 54 points, try contribution, 12 points in goals. 12, only 12 tackles. It's pretty low, but they um, oh, that was Fox, interesting. Fox Sports had a had a thing on. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, showing the last the last three plays before he slotted the field goal and how he was directing all the plays because Luke Brooks is a left foot kicker, so obviously he 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 needed to be on the left side to 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 kick the ball. So. Um, yeah. I think Hastings is a, he's he's doing those dish passes. He's getting players into the and and the team into the right area, you know. And he he might you know that kick for the try a couple of weeks back. That's a try assist, but he's not one of those accumulators. Like Hines and Cleary, they accumulate points every which way. Whereas like Dearden, those ones that pass before the line might still be a great play, but they're not getting line break assists or yeah. you know, tackle breaks and stuff like that. Mm. So. Mm. Uh. Ados, do you have a, a tiger or a bunny? Yeah, I got one. He's an absolute fucking bum. Taff. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> sold, I sold Teddy because I wanted the money to bring in Fafita and Nathan Cleary. I saw the 60 from him. I was like, 200K, you can't go wrong. You don't necessarily have to play him, but he's going to make money. Probably good money. You might get up to 500K in the time that he's got in the team. And he just in attack... They don't use him at all. He didn't chime into the back line like you would have hoped, uh, like most fullbacks do in today's game. He was sort of um, defense. You know, he's he he's, was pretty safe. He was taking the bombs, but just getting smashed. He wasn't even getting run back meters. It wasn't a good look. And Adam, I'm not going to be playing him this week. That's for damn sure. Even though the matchup would probably th lead you to think that you could, he probably you know will come out and score sixty this week. But it was twenty points. Last week, and when you're, you know, when you've sold Teddy and Teddy gets a 77, which is not the greatest score in the world, if if he'd have done a 60 at least, I would have felt like a genius. But the 20 hurt because I had so many great scorers. I even sat Ilias, who scored 40. So Taff looked awful out there for mine. You take a little bit of peace in knowing that, you know, you're in the majority of people that did bring him in. So yeah. like you said, most most played him. Mm, so we're all a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say that. Didn't <laughs> want to say that. Um, I didn't. I didn't bring him in. Just want to let you all know. I didn't help my score. It didn't bring in Taff or, or Cleary, did you? <laughs> no, I brought in fucking Cam McInnes and Katoni Stacks. So <laughs> 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 they're two keepers, both with negative break evens. Yeah, it's a great idea. 
Mm. I brought in McInnes as well, so I can't argue. <laughs> <coughs> um, Newcastle Knights 2, Parramatta Eels 39. Uh, Tommy, uh, Knights and Eels. What a brutal game for poor Newcastle at home too. Jesus Christ. Uh, who's someone I want to talk about? Mitch Moses. Let's talk about Mitch Moses. He's averaging three points less than um, uh, bloody Nico Hines this year. Um, I think he's gone very much under the radar as a super coach keeper. Um, I'm holding. So a lot of guys jumped off last week to go to Cleary. They're saying he's got a tough run coming up. He doesn't really. He's got the Roosters and Penrith and like who's he got this week? The Cowboys, I think, and and then Manly and I don't know. I am holding him anyway. I'm pretty happy with him at the moment. Um yeah, I think he's gone very much under the radar. Mitch Moses. But you can get two hundred K onto him and get Cleary. He's close enough. He's reachable, Cleary from from Moses. Yeah, but I can, I mean I've gone other ways. Who who did I sell? Um Oh, Jack Bird and some other bum. Mm. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, I wanted like it's a bit of a pod move to keep Moses and Cleary in the halves. I think I don't think there'd be too many. Might be some out there with um Nico and, and Cleary in the halves. But I've got Teddy Pappy at fullback and Moses Cleary in the halves. I don't think there'd be too many with sort of that stacked high upside players. So that's sort of my pod route, I guess. Very solid. Um, Ados, the Knights and Parramatta. All right. Let's get into a little bit of IPAP. Two tries, 123. I was in a few uh, chats because, you know, into that second half or whatever, he was only on 40 points. You know, so he does rely on this sort of attacking stats, but he gets them two tries and he's tunned up and IPAP is, I think everybody has to realize maybe it's Telekai, maybe, well, ideally it's not Cleary, but there are some players that you, they just get away from you because you just went too long and they did too well and you missed them for price. IPAP's nearly 800 K and I just don't have the money. I'd always had in the back of my mind, Josh King will become IPAP. I'll just, it'll cost me hundred K, 150 max. Not, I haven't got the funds for 300 K. Unfortunately, so I'm going to probably miss him, and it's going to hurt because an IPAP and Hass front row is the way to go. I'm sure of it, and I'm not ruling out that I won't get IPAP, but I just can't afford it now, and I probably can't afford it, you know, pre round thirteen. He's one that got away, unfortunately. Those players are so frustrating to me because they're so they're they're almost low base players, and you're like, okay, next week he's not going to get the he's not going to get the attacking stats. You know, he's going to go three weeks where he scores 40s and then I'll be able to get him. But they don't. They fucking keep scoring tries and they keep having try assists. And it's so frustrating as a non-owner. Yeah, and his average, you know, sits there around 85 and it's a, it's yeah. a ripping average. So you want him. And in the front row, if you could have him with Hass, it'd be perfect. But And and a lot of people ask me this week, who would I get out of Talakai and IPAP? And I would get IPAP because, you know, you've got Kennedy coming back into that team and coach keeps saying that, you know, Talakai has got that utility value in it and he likes Kennedy. So it could all it could all be over with Talakai in an instant, whereas when you bring in Tal- uh, IPAP, you hold him for the whole year. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that, that's a fair point. 
I can't. I, I think he's gone past it now. Like, um, yeah, I'm not going to try and get him in this this week. I mean, obviously, I've got other priorities, but um, unless he drops 150k in the next month, I'm I'm just going to say he's one that got away. Mm. Yeah, it, it it it'll get to a point where the cash is better off being spread out over one or two other players, and you know, trying to build up the points that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick. Uh, Knight Eels. Um, <clears throat> people have chosen Gutho at fullback as a um, pod move. It's probably best to get off him this week. He's dropped uh, thirty-one thousand last week. He's got a break-even of one hundred twenty-nine, and the next two games are against Penrith and Roosters. So. Gutho only scored 35 last week in, in that route over the nights. Um, I'm pretty sure the last two scores have been pretty bad. Uh, yeah, 47 and 35 is last two games. So I think it's time to go off the Gutho greener and uh, get on to either um, Teddy, uh, Hines, down to fullback, I guess, and maybe a, another halfback. Yeah, Feckle. Um, Gotho's a, uh, a round six sell pretty consistently. Mm. Um, so, we, well, yeah, you basically take that. Take it's kind of why it's, it's kind of why I've, I've traded Moses out this week as well because of the yeah the Penrith game. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of Penrith, uh, Panthers thirty six, Raiders six. Uh, Adrian, sorry, mate. Um, you want to tell us? A- Give us a player out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a player out of this one. Nathan Cleary. How can you go past him? There are times in Supercoach where there's a player screaming at you to bring him in, and I think with an eighty, you know, be last week and what he did the week before, I think everybody should have realised the time was now for Cleary, because we were hoping for a cheaper price. We got a little 50 K drop and that was such an achievable BE for him. He was a great captain option against that Raiders team. And I just watched the game. I watched him rack up the points. I had the captain on him and I, I knew what was going to happen. Um, he's seriously, I mean, in a week like this, I can VC Cleary and captain perhaps, you know, when you've got VC and C options like that, you can really jump up the ladder. So, you know, he's, he's such, I mean, some people are like, Oh, what, you know, there was a couple of things getting around. How do you get these points clearly for, you didn't do any of this, any of that, any of this, no line break assists, no line breaks, no try assists, but people just come in and quote these non figures, you know, because they go by Fox sports lab for the points and he got, you know, all of the stats that were given and he's an accumulator. So I, I think he's going to score near a hundred every bloody week. Yep. No, I completely agree. Like you said, him and Nico Hines, players like that, they, they get to the line, they dig in a little bit and that's, you know, that's where the points come from. Um, Rowdy, uh, Panthers, Raiders. Who well, I'm going to go the other half of Panthers, Jer- Jerome Luai. And say his score of twenty is precisely why he will never see my 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 squad. He he when Cleary goes big, 
he really, very rarely goes big. I'd rather have Brown, I'd rather have Cody Walker, I'd rather have numerous other 5'8s ahead of Luai. Um, I said at the start of the season, Luai was uh, late two, early tier three, uh, five eight, and I was sticking by that. He he doesn't, to me, he's not he, he is, yeah, not that great of a scorer. Well, I mean, you look at it when Cleary, since Cleary's come back into the team, mm. you have a look at that game. It was such an enormous flogging. Clear is 150, and you got Crichton who bagged a couple of tries. Everyone else was a bit unders. You know, mm. Targo and May, these popular buys to start the year that were scoring, you know, at will, basically, because the ball was fanging out to them all the time. When Clear is there, there, they go, you can see they're going right as well. Uh, right a lot more than they have gone in initial weeks. And some of the scoring mm. for other players is going down. The last the last three weeks for Loi, 30 against dogs. 53 against the Broncos and 20 against the Raiders. You, against those three teams, you expect a 50, maybe 60 minimum. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's clear he's little, he's not even a right-hand man. Is he a lock-in for origin? Well, I think they'll probably go with incumbents after a successful year. And they've got that club combination. I think they probably will. If you're going on form, you'd love to throw Hines in, wouldn't you? I think probably, but I think they'll go with. I think they'll go with Luai. How good? How good? Like I'm. I'm not a. I don't support New South Wales. I'm a. I'm a Queenslander uh, fan. So I. Um, how good would the New South Wales be? Cleary, Hines, Teddy, Turbo, Pappy. Oh, I. <laughs> you, can't, you can't fit them all. You can't fit them all in, and and just put them in the centres. They always do. <laughs> yeah, well, they will put they will put those fullbacks put in. The put Turbo on the wing. He's played wing before. Put him on the wing. Fuck him off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy, Panthers and Raiders. Give us a Raider. Yeah, I'm giving. I'm going to give you a Raider. I'm just going to spin a little yarn first. So my home league, my home draft league, is is eight eight of us guys, and um. We do not take it seriously. There's a few guys in this league that are just numpties, don't know anything about draft, but we've been playing it for years. And this year we decided, the commissioner, I'm not the commissioner, the commissioner decided to add two halfbacks and two five-eights to the league. I don't know whether it was deliberate or not. He says it was deliberate. I think he accidentally did it when he was playing around because the new draft settings, you know, you can change, change rosters and all that sort of stuff. I think he did it accidental, but he told everyone it was deliberate. So there's eight of us, so therefore we've got to have four halves. Anyway, two halfbacks, eight, you know, it's 16. So there's only, there's fuck all halves and five-eights out there. So my halves and five-eights are Sean Johnson, Toby Sexton, Matt Burton, and Jack Whiten. It's pretty happy with them. Oh. Pretty pretty happy. Yeah. This week, Sean Johnson, 21, Toby Sexton, 13, Matt Burton, 39, Jack Whiten, 15. <laughs> Less, what's that about? 90 points, 80, uh, 80 points. No, less than that. Fuck me, 60. It's like 75 points from four halves. I'm a Warriors fan, and like, get <laughs> off any SJ. Like, I'm, ch I'm thinking of changing my team name because he, <laughs> he he's not back, mate. He, uh, he's no, gone, he's, back to he's gone on holidays, mate. He's, he's gone on holidays. Uh, like, so, there is a theory going that he is injured. 
and he had play injured because Ash Taylor's out. Cody had COVID. Um, um, so there was no other halves Warriors had. So there's a theory that he was struggling, and that's why he didn't do any kicking, uh, didn't do any running, didn't do any tackling, didn't do anything. Apart from that one uh, little chip over the top and one intercept pass that, um, uh, who is it, Meany took. So, um, yeah, get rid of, get rid of SJ, just, just fucking get rid of him. Even I, crossing. I, I, I take it. Here. I take it that your your person is white and it's his worst game yeah. of the year. Yeah. Dude, he was so, the captain of the bloody team. He was so, a captain. So you would have had the same, Ado. After week one, he played a really good game against Granada, scored a try, got me out of the match, was real busy. I had guys in my DM saying, is Jack White in a bye? Like, and I'm going, he scored like 56 that week with a try. You know, calm down. He's not that good. Since then, I think he's averaged like 30. Uh, Jack if White is, is the epitome score, of it's yeah, low. It's low. He's the epitome of looks good on the field, doesn't score super coach points. Jack oh, he, he looks good on the field sometimes, mate. He was awful yeah, in that great. game. You know, yeah. he, whole team he, was awful. He, yeah, I mean, look, he comes in. He's he's no different than Ponga. He just comes in and does one thing every two games. It's not enough. Mm. Yeah, Delhi M went in one point two million dollars to do it. Yeah, well, that's right. He's, he's probably on a fair clip, though, in the Raiders. Ricky loves him. Yeah, and shout true. out to um, Xavier Savage, who scored like six points or something. I was going to go back and have a look at that because I love Xavier Savage, but he went absolute dog shit in this game. Oh, mate. He, I saw him. He, he got the ball a couple of times and just bundled straight into touch. He's no good on the wing. You know What did he actually score? There he is. Seven points oh, as a starting fullback. Did he play the whole game? He didn't start at fullback. He played on the wing. They played oh. Rapana at fullback and CNK on the bench. He, Ricky's oh. lost. He's he never he had the plot. plot. He's never had the plot. He's lost. I he's, thought Savage was fullback and Rapana was wing. No, oh, that makes a bit more sense. But still, seven points. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no good. Not great. Not great. Um, Monday's games: Dragons fourteen, Roosters twelve. Uh, Rowdy. Get a player out of this one for us. Uh, well, I didn't get to watch it because I was in the city, but um, just going by scores, yeah, I, I, I'll have to pass because I, I didn't watch the game. So, um, I'm going to say Zach Lomax. Zach Lomax scored, what did he score? Uh, 60 something. But he's gone. I've seen him in a few teams, and I'm sort of like, why are we having Zach Lomax? Dragons are shit. I can't imagine their wingers are scoring much. He averages 60. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, I don't know. He scored 67 in this game, averaging 60. Doesn't look good, averaging 60. That kind of sparks my interest. Teams not, or well, they won this game, which is a massive win for the Dragons. But generally, they've been shit all year. Usually when they're going shit, that means the outside backs are going shit. But he's averaging, well, he's averaging 61. Yeah, I think he's only scored one try too. So if mm. he scores some tries. That piques my interest. Yeah. Gets mm. mm. through some work. Um, Ados, your dragon and all rooster. Yeah, Joey Manu, 100 points. He's had a one down game this year, which I think was a 30, and it's been some sensational scoring from Joey Manu. 
In the past, you couldn't own Joey Manu when he played in the centres because he just didn't have enough scoring in him consistently. He'd have these occasional games where he'd get an 80. But he's banged out some big scores this year. Um, the reason I mention him is there's three tons in there and I have a mind's eye to that first buy. Because in that first buy, the Roosters play and Joey Manu is going to play at fullback, which is where we see the best of Manu. He's not cheap. He's up near 700K and he's kind of like that IPAP. Um, people who started with him, it was a sensation, sensational move. Manu is one of those ones that tempts you every year, but a smart smart coaches go, well, if he's playing in the center, it's no good. People took it on value that he'd have a roaming role this year and he does roam a bit. Um, I hope he I hope he goes down to <laughs> low 600 and you can bring him in right on the round 13 buy because I think he's the best option for captain probably in that first buy. He, he's the Roosters' best player. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yep. Like, he's leapfrogged Teddy by a long way. Like, mm. like if there's one, like, yeah. That's one regret I, I have not, not having Manu in my team. Yeah. He must be a Kiwi, is he? He's got to be a Kiwi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to be a Kiwi. <laughs> yeah, but he's been good. He's been good this year and he's too expensive for you to bring in for, for sure, but... Um, if you've got Although, it now, you're counting down the weeks to that buy. I think you're licking your lips. Although I am hearing New South Wales are looking into eligibility for, for him. So, oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's... At least they're doing that before they get him in a camp, unlike fucking Queensland does. Yeah. <laughs> Bring him in a camp and then uh, I mean, they, they did Militalo dirty, I think. You yeah, know, it's, it's unfortunate. I really would have thought, oh, no, we're going back in history. I I think it would have been nice for them to just realize, you know, the heart of it and let one slide, if you know what I mean. There's been lots of dodgy ones over the course of origin in history. So I think, you know, it's not like he's a Greg Inglis, you know, like one of them, you know, get, let him in, let him play. Poor yeah. old Molotalo. Yeah, let the boy play. Um, Rick, no getting out of this one, mate, because I know you watch this game. Uh, Storm seventy versus the Warriors. <laughs> oh, how, we, how did you manage? How did you manage being at a game live, watching that happen? Look, look, it was you looking crazy at halftime. It was looking beautiful at halftime. We gave the the Storm their sixteen points, and we we scored ten out of our hard work, especially at CHT try. Um, look, I'm. I'm not going to go a Storm player. I'm going to Warriors player. You're uh, talking bad. A, a, player, a player that should never see the first grade team again this year. All hopes. And that is Edward Cousy. Um, one of the, the all-time oh, worst goes I've ever seen. No, the, thing is, the thing is, he's, he's played nine first grade games. And no shit, he's had two of the top five worst games Football warrior, like yeah. you've got you've got Manu, you've got uh, Fushiahi, um, and and someone else. At least those guys had attacking ability. This Ed Cozy has no attacking ability, has no no defensive ability. He's got butterfingers. I mean, you know, poor old Harper. At least he had an excuse. He had a fucking fridge running at him. You yeah. know, like. There was a reason for it. And I mean, I know the storm or a juggernaut, but it was 
sad. Like, I mean, it, I, he, and even you can see the, I mean, I feel sorry for the kid personally. Yeah, he, he, like, he was defeated. Like, he, he was serviceable. He's our third, third or fourth best winger in our squad, but he shouldn't be in the top 30. He should not be in the top 30. They're not even giving Ratchetva a chance. Um, He'll yeah, have some like, time off now, I think. Just to like, look. yeah, Reese Walsh, like the Walsh past him was perfect. Like he should have scored that. He should have been in. And then the other, then you see, you know, I see Pappy running down the sideline towards uh, towards me. I was like, you fucking can't. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh. but um, look, second half, I was all good until Dallin got knocked out. That was a bit concerning. Um, and then just try after try after try. I think we got seven seven sets of um, position. And I think we only completed two. It was a... Against Storms 21, 19 out of 21. You know, against the Dragons team, against the... Um, Tigers team against uh, like, even a like a um, Knights team, you 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 may get away with it, but not against the Storm team, not against the Panthers team. You're gonna get smashed. That's that's a that's a look. We're not gonna watch the video back, guys. We're just gonna train our fucking asses off this week. Like <laughs> you don't watch the you don't watch the tape on that one. Like if, and 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 look, if if all being honest, if they don't bounce back. There's a few careers that will probably be out the door next week. Go the green machine. Uh, are we going to say what? Are we going to have a bet? Yeah, we're having we a bet, mate. We're going to talk about the bet. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll the talk, bet. We'll talk about the bet at the end. Let's talk yeah. about it at the bet at the end when we go yeah. over the game. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ados, do you want to give us a Storm or a Warriors or probably a Storm player? Yeah, look, um, Pappenhausen, how can you not mention him? If you were a Cleary captain up, you were feeling very, very confident with your choice. And when there was like 20 minutes to go and Paps was catching his score, scoring, it seemed like, I mean, he's even the Nelson kicks. Like with some games, everything's just coming up a player and Paps was just getting everything in this game. I reckon he would have broken the record the way that the, the Storm are going. I think he would have broken the coach record. So... Yeah, it was a huge favor to us captainers of um of of Cleary and they ended up being about the same. So they cancel each other out, which is fine. Everybody's happy, but for a little while there I was just going early shower, early shower while I was watching the game because I need as Warren said was saying that after 55 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was he's he's back to the great paps. He looked so involved and confident. You know, he looked sheepish when he came back last year from the head knock. And even to start this year, there was that big, big score. But around that, it's been a little lack of confidence. I think he copped a knock in there, a head knock in one of the games. And then it, I was like, oh, no, are we going to have him sheepish again? But he's firing on all cylinders. And I reckon they're going to pick him at 14 in origin. You know, he's he's so good. He's, he's a form fullback of the comp, isn't he? Is there any will possible that Teddy gets dropped? No, no. The cap if if he wasn't the captain, but he's the captain, and he's a rooster, and Freddie's a rooster, roosters man. So he, he's not going to drop Teddy. 
And he's not a he, Teddy's not a bad he's not a bad player. And he's not a bad fullback, and he does he, a he really looking good a bit, fucking he looks, job. He is looking a bit unfit. But he's he still bit, like he's he still fine. doing his job organizing defensive lines, and, and he's, he's he, still doing those bits. Not organizing him to Roosters wins. Mm. Well, no, that's <laughs> but I mean, look, he—I think in Origin and with all those players around him, it's the way you see the best of Teddy, and he's—he's—he's he's, yeah. he's, he's not going bad enough to lose his, you know, Turbo, and perhaps they'd be the fullback in any other team in the world. You know, they'd—they'd they'd easily be walk-up starts into a Queensland fullback spot. Just Teddy, he's earned the right to be the fullback, but Pappenhausen, some sort of uh, game for sure. That was huge, uh, Tom. You got a player from this one. Well, there's not much point talking about players because, you know, all the storm went good and all New Zealand went shit. Um, but there was four tons in that game, and I was trying to find the game. Roosters versus Broncos, round four, 2020. I think there was five tons. I'm trying to remember what players were in that game. I know Kyle Flanagan, Luke Keary, Teddy, and Brett Morris. And I reckon there was one more, maybe a forward. I'm trying um, to think. Hey? Crichton, Crichton. Yeah, it might have been Crichton, actually. That would make sense. How do I find that team sheet? I'd like to find that because um, four tons in a game doesn't happen very often. Um, you go back in the app, I think. I yeah, can't hard. look at games, though. I think, I think there was one early this year. I think Storm had one early this year. Four tons, though? That's... Well, maybe the... three. Maybe three and 190-something. Yeah. It was close to, close to it, though. Yeah. A lot of big scoring. I mean, what's the biggest one? You know, team super coach score. Let me just a thousand this year. Well, it was that. It was that game. All oh, from yeah. my memory was um that Roosters versus Broncos game in twenty twenty. It was when I think they first brought in the um like the bloody sin bin and Broncos had like eleven players at one stage. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was my yeah. I don't know interesting stat. How many times? Has four players turned up in the same game from the same team? Did not talk about anyone specifically? No, I mean, no, shout, out to, right. shout out to Chris Lewis, who scored 10 points. Right. <laughs> there you go. Shout out Chris Lewis. <laughs> um, I mean, that, that, that wraps up our wrap-up. So I will real quickly blast through the Fig Jam 5 and the Danger Zone for this week. Um, I've sort of gone a little bit more obscure with these ones so sort of looking at players um that aren't the popular ones you know the the not necessarily pods but the lower ownerships um that are scoring well and have have a good outlook looking forward as well uh first off i've got color matangi he's just coming off 111 he's got an 86.3 three round average uh the bunnies draw really opens up they've got uh manly broncos warriors raiders Tigers, Gold Coast, and the Saints. And they wrap that up with a mid-season Parramatta as well. Um, Colin Matungi sitting at uh, 641k with a 48 break-even for the classic players. Um, So that, to me, is all upticks. If you guys want to chime in and agree, feel free. Um, If you disagree, just sit there quietly, please. Uh, We don't need arguments. What's his ownership? Is he he's a pod, isn't he? He's a pod. He, he's pretty low, yeah. He's quite low. I haven't I haven't got it written down, but it is yeah substantially. Um, next up, Jerome Hughes, hundred and eight three round average of eighty one. Um, the Storm are basically match up proof, but it actually does open up quite a lot uh, moving forward. 
Uh, he's at 645k. He's got a 58 break even. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater up at the Cowboys, 102. Uh, he's got a 94, a 43, and then 102 since returning to the NRL. Uh, the Cowboys are our surprise package of 2022. Drinky seems to be unlocking the centers and the wingers a lot more, giving them a lot more attacking opportunities. And it's sort of making it hard to see this place where the hammer actually comes back into that fullback position. He might find himself in the centers again or on a wing. Um, but the job security is the big thing there for Drinkwater. Keep the, keep the hammer in the shed, I say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's great. Uh, you know, an attack anyway, Drinkwater. What about wing? Killing it. No. I mean, and that, that's the thing too. Their centers and wingers have been mm-hmm. going fantastic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well. You can't. So it's one or the other, I think. Because there's, there's no... I mean, Drinkwater could be a 14, but I think he's going to hold. I really do. Mm. You, you hope so, yeah. Hope so for Drinky's sake, and they look um, sensational. With, with is he off contract this year? Yeah, yeah, I think the Dolphins were chasing him at one point. Mm. Dolphins are chasing everyone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna chase everyone they can get. Uh, I mean, they did. They did sign a nice player today, so uh, Tommy Gilbert. So mm. someone under thirty. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good signing. I think. There's talk that they're going to bring back, um, who was that big bloody, Conrad Harrell. Yes. He's very, he, what I saw of him last weekend on Super League, he's in the well grass paddock. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's tubs, he's a tubby, tubby thing. Yeah. He's, he's never really been a slim gym, has he? He's, he's I know. Tank. Got a bit of the um, talakas about him. Yeah. Um, Josh Adokar, 98. He's now sitting on a three-round average of 70. He is scoring tries again, which is good news. And the better news is he seems to be doing more work out of the backfield, um, taking more carries, you know, getting those hit-ups, earning those those smaller points, increasing his base a little bit, which is, you know, it's always nice to have a little bit better base. Um, he's marking up against Suwali this week, I believe. Uh, so, you know, he's coming up against a rookie winger. Despite the hype around him, he's still a rookie winger coming up against, you know, one of the veterans in Josh Adokar. Um, it's quite a juicy matchup. He is you go and ask Jack Bird's arm whether Suwali yeah, well, is a defender. Well, it's a good hit. Doesn't mean he can't make a bad read. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> I, I get you. Jack Bird uh, um, named the play as well this week. Yeah, that's odd. I don't yeah. know if you'll do it. Yeah, no, 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 for your play. Yeah, I think that was. A, well, I mean, we talked I, about it on Monday. It was a bit of a rush, rush yeah. decision, wasn't it? I need I, to look that up because I'll yeah. probably keep him if he. Oh, maybe not. But it, like, if he's seriously playing, I think because it was a Monday good. game, they probably had a very short turnaround to naming the team. You know, the teams yeah. for Tuesday. But like PLT. his arm was fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> off, 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 off topic has Campbell been named? Dan Campbell. Who's oh, Jaden Campbell. I, I don't know. He's in the extended yeah, bench because yeah, he's, they've he's got Brimson named. at fullback and Will Smith in the halves. Anyway, we interrupt and we went he's off. Not that. Anyway, anyway, back to what we were doing. Um, wrapping up the Fig Jam 5 is Ruben Garrick. He scored an 80 in a team that, well, I mean, for the first half didn't look like doing much at all. Um, might not be one to grab just yet, but he's definitely one to keep an eye on, especially if Turbo's going to come back real soon. 
because um, if Toba comes back and those tries start flowing again and he's kicking, you know, six, seven, eight goals a game, I mean, that's that's great. That's what you want. And then he's going to get a couple of those tries as well. Um, so Turbo coming back is great for Garrick, who's already doing pretty well. Um, Manly do play Melbourne in f- twice win- within five weeks. Um, Hopefully so he goes out and scores 30, 20s and, and drops down a little bit in price. But Drops he, down a little bit more. Once yeah. Turbo comes back, you'll want him, I'm sure. Yeah, he so he's, maybe he's, Saab as well at 200k. Yeah, so Saab's down around 200k now. Um, Garrick is 625k. He has a break even of 48, so he may hit it this week, um, but it might come down again next week. Um, so the Kenny Loggins danger zone, I've thrown one Xavier Coates into this mix, 123 with four tries. Um, no base never changes. So, well done to the owners that have him. But when he throws up a 23 or a 24, don't come complaining to us about it. Um, he is a roller coaster and he needs those tries and attacking stats to be putting up anything, you know, worth having in your team. Yeah. I mean, you need four tries. And if it's not four tries, I mean, he, he'll score two tries and it'll be 50. And you'll just be satisfied that he got a 50. His average will always end up being in the 40s because there's just nothing if it's not multiple, multiple tries. Yeah, he's, um, I mean, it's the same conversation we're having with Cobbo. You need those attacking stats. The base isn't, the base isn't there yet. They're not those type of wingers. So that, that wraps up our Fig Gen 5 and the Danger Zone for Round 7. Um, well, we don't necessarily dive deep into Classic normally, um, but we've got a few fellas that are absolutely killing it this year in Classic. So we will have a quick look at State of Origin um, and a few players that I've just got listed here that should be playing, or they are playing, or the teams are playing Round 13, and these guys should not be playing origin apart from maybe one or two just to keep an eye on so i'll rattle these names off guys and you just let me know what you think um so we'll start off with Stephen crichton he may get the call up into that center position but if he doesn't uh panthers are playing the bulldogs and he will be kicking goals mm-hmm. how do we feel about Stephen crichton yeah yeah he's interesting i think his price will be too high for me to sort of he's going to get that odd hundred point score where he He'll just stick around, I don't know, what is he, 600 or 550 or something? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be too much. I'm going to select, I don't know. I'm going to see the streaming, like a streamer for two weeks. Might be all right. Who, who was the really centers last Who was the centers last year? Uh, Turbo. Yeah, Turbo. And uh, Charles not back till second origin? Expected, yes. Uh, is there any chance that Whiten plays? Nope. No. As, as, as a centre, as a centre, not no. as a 5'8". No, they've, they've tried that, tried and failed. Yeah, you got I think... and Staggs, you got yeah, Lomax, I mean... you got Graham, you got mm. Crite. Lomax, I, I like Lomax. Yeah, really? I think it, I, I, they've had Graham in the squad and they've had um, Crichton in the squad. I think that they're, but they both, Graham can play both sides quite well and Crichton, it's the right side of the field for him to play. So I think that they, you would honestly think that there's a chance. Yeah, what's, imagine Cleary, Luai, 
Crichton and Toto, assuming Toto's back. And, you, and Yo at, at lock. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, do it. It's nuts. And there's every Let's chance they pick Liam Martin in place of um, Angus as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. put 100 on these counts. Fuck them. Yeah, fucking <laughs> hell. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, Scotty Drinkwater. As above, he's, he's coming into some form. The one thing is job security. Um, Cowboys do play the Titans again in round 13. Uh, thoughts on Drinkwater? Yeah, I like him. Um, if as long as he's holding out in that fullback spot, I reckon he's a great pod. Uh, I'm just trying to find what's his actual dual position. Is it fullback five eight? Full, fullback yeah, fullback five eight. eight. Yeah. At five eight, five eight's pretty thin. I'm not like everyone's jumping on Cody Walker. I'm sort of not. I'm not that excited about Cody Walker as a lot of people. I need to get off Ilias eventually. That might be a pod route. I take his. Oh, there he is, five thirty-seven, averaging as a three-round average of eighty. Uh, five thirty-seven. It's probably getting up there a bit. You Maybe could, he comes down a bit by origin, and I don't you mind. Could, it. You could put Hines up at five uh, at halfback and put drink water at fullback. Yeah, I've got Moses Cleary in halves. My halves are just. Mm. I can't really move them around. You're not scared about Moses uh, dudding it up against Penrith? It's one game. It's like everyone's saying, oh, he's got this tough run coming up. Penrith, Roosters. Roosters. Roosters aren't a tough matchup. He's got people with the Dragons. Like, it's one game, you know, and even if I just bench him for that game, he's got Manly, St. George, Cowboys in between those games, so... Yeah, Moses has always been somebody that goes on runs and, he, you know, he's had a good start to the year. Just like Parramatta always has a good start to the year, whether you think it's going to keep up, that's that's for you. I, I like drink water. I think, you know, it's like you said, he, he'd be a yin to get some everyone's yen if you don't want to go Cody Walker because that's the popular pick this week. People that mm, want to get rid is. of Ilias, you know, he's he started with a – you know, on fire, drink water. And he, he, if you're someone who likes your, likes your pods, I don't mind him. I think he's a really good attacking player. But it's not a slam dunk because, you know, the hammer, he played Origin last year, you know. Yeah, the job security is the big one for think, drink water. Yeah, I think drink water also didn't score too well during Origin last year either. So oh, that was at 5-8. Maybe like 2019, we all had him. It was like 50% owned and in 5.8. I just reckon if if he's only got one more year on his contract, I don't know, has he got one or two? But I, if I were a club, I'd be just getting him. I'd yeah, be good getting him I mean, mm. he, the Raiders could use a bloody fullback. I mean, we've got three people doing it now. <laughs> None of them doing it well. There's a, there's a few there. Um, Ados, I think you'll like this one. Joey Manu. I don't think we need to say too much about him. If you're prepping for origin, you, you want money, really, don't you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you look at, you know, targets in that, that um, the first buy, and I think none of them have the ceiling he does at fullback. It's not a bad matchup for him as well. Uh, you know, he's just expensive at the moment. And most of us have got like Targo and, and May and stuff in there, and you're going to need a couple of hundred K to get to Joey Manu. So hopefully you can get shave a hundred K off it. And he might be one of those ones you do right before round 13. And I think you can comfortably hold him 
in your center wing as a 19th or play one matchup. So you probably, you know, you could almost be keeper if he keeps churning out the scores that he has been um, so far. You know, why not him? But he's he's yeah. such a good player. He's been slaying it. It's 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 great. Um, TBJ, Rowdy, TBJ. What about TBJ? Oh, against uh, Panthers, half a Panthers. Half the Panthers team. Uh, he's averaging 61. Doggies are starting oh, to gel, starting, oh, to, starting to look like a team. Look, I don't have iPad, but I'm, I'm happy with my front row at the moment. I've got Haas, Arrow, Lolo. Um, so for me, it, look, TBJ will, will score well against uh, below strength Panthers, but not for me. Fair enough, mate. Uh, Tupanua's averaging eighty, uh, averaging sixty-four. He's just rolled off an eighty-four, um, and he is up against the Raiders. Tom, how do you feel about Tupanua in the bias in the bright period? Uh, I don't know. That's probably his averages. When you say sixty-four, that's higher than I would have expected. Sorry, um, that's a three-round average. What's his What's his season average? It's a little bit lower than that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's. I mean, the Roosters have been going ordinary, so I, I'm guessing you. Is that who we're talking about? Satili Tupanua. Yeah, yeah. There's no other Tupanuas. <laughs> there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Roosters aren't going that good. I, I sort of look at Angus Crichton and Tupanua and think, oh, you know, I'll just worry. Let someone else worry about them. Yeah, I mean, I I opted to go Humoli this year with the thought of, uh, you know, maybe someone who might play 13 and be a good play in round 13. So if you weren't a Humoli owner. He's probably a bit more expensive, isn't he, than Tupanua? But they're probably in the ballpark of each other, and I'd ra- rather Amali. Yep. Yep. No, that, that's a fair call. Uh, speaking of Manly, I've got Garrick in here as an interest for the origin period. Um, we'll be missing the key players, so that's that's a big risk. But they are they got a pretty good matchup for the for the buy round, so they are playing the Warriors. I actually yeah. don't mind this. I know Rowdy's over there shaking his head saying, no, Garrick, no. No, no way. No fucking way. No, no DCE, no turbo, no fucking oat. Had no uh, turbo so they'll, have, so they'll have Cooler at fullback, Schuster at five, uh, Schuster at five eight and Foran at halfback, you'd imagine. If you think you reckon Foran be like he, he hasn't really been lighting it up, has he, to be honest? Well, no, and they sure may play, they're, they're playing Garrick. They're playing Garrick at fullback now, so he may play fullback in the bye. And yeah, that's true too. It'd be it'd be okay. You'll get fifty ish. See, the thing is, you're buying him because you're like, well, I'm buying him, and he's not got turbo in that round, but it is an extra buy number, mm. and I know the turbo is coming back, and I'm going to have superstar Garrick because there's going to be tries and plenty well, of and that, mm, yes, like. That way, yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, he averages 58. Three-round average of 68. He's kind of gone under the radar, I reckon. Um, it's, it's a little bit interesting, Garrick. Just because he was so expensive to start with, I don't think anyone... Yeah, he's 625,000 now. There's no way I'm paying that for it now. Yeah, I mean, we were hoping he'd come down a lot more, but he's been quite serviceable, more mm. than we've expected. So, been doing 70s and 80s every second week, which keeps his price up there. 
Yeah, so we would have loved if he was as soon as he got in the fives, I would have jumped. But mm. it's, it's a bit. It's probably hundred k more than I want. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll group the next three together because they're all two RF. So I've got Olakawatu, Kickout, and Lolo all be playing round thirteen. Um, Olakawatu against the Warriors, Kickout against the Bulldogs, and Lolo is against the Titans, I believe. Uh, be who nice. are picking out of who are we picking out of these three players, Tom? I've got Lolo heading from the start. Kick out. He's been pretty hot and cold. Uh who was the other one? Olakawatu. I don't know. I haven't looked at him too much. Yeah, um, 275. Olakawatu is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He had that one big game, didn't he? Where he's like 110 or something. Um uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, Probably won't get in. I'll just keep Lolo and won't worry about the other two. Fair enough. Ados, you're on Olakawatu already as well? Yeah, I've already, I already own Homoli and I will probably target because I got Josh King. I might get myself a Lolo in the next week or two. Lolo is front row. You can put him in there in front row. So if you can't afford an IPAP, he's a nice, you know, we talked about yeah. that on the potty. He's a cheaper option for you to go. His three round average is seventies, which is very good. I think he's warmed up for the year and he's just a number that you will get 70 points out of in the, in the buy round and you can hold him for the rest of the year and play. You don't even have to play him if he's a 19th and 20th man. You probably will though, if he keeps this average going the way he is. So he's not out of your price range now to grab. Mm. No, he's, he's definitely not. And I completely, I actually looked at him this week, but decided to, well, at the moment, I'm sitting on Walker. So, um, yeah, definitely one to look at there. Uh, Rowdy, your pick of the three? Um, I've got Lolo. Uh, not, he's not leaving my team for the whole year. Yeah, he's nice, nice front row forward. Geology is just too good to resist. Um, I could be tempted by Alokawatu. Um, depending on whether Cotter performs well or not in the next few weeks. Unfortunately, um, like I could see a way where I get rid of Grant or Cook during the buy, the buy period and move Cotter up to allow me to get Olokawatu. Yeah. Interesting play. Interesting play. No one picked Kickout. What if Luai doesn't play Origin? Does Kickout become more interesting? Um, he he's one of those players in a buy round that you will be scared of because he can go big. He can if he in the game. You know that without some of the stars in there, that they're going to say we're going to be getting plenty of ball to Kickout. Just let him run over the top of them because they look like little kids next to him. So I fully expect him to do well in that buy round. It's just, you know, with Lolo and Hamoli, they're reliable, you know, every game for for a good score. So they don't hurt you, which a kickout can do from time to time. So I always think about it like, who would I be happy to hold and have as a 19th, 20th? There's going to be matchups where I don't want to play kickout, whereas the other two, I feel like I could play in every matchup if I needed to. But he will be one yep. that people worry about in the buy round. Yep, yep, um, definitely. Here's the, here's the roller coaster, famously. Mm. Um, you just got to hope you time it right. 
I've thrown in uh, three more Cowboys players, actually, because I think they're performing a lot better than everyone was expecting. So I've got Dearden with his 62 average, and then I've got uh, Luki and Nanai, um, both as options. Now, I know we've discussed Nanai briefly before. Um, without the attacking stats, Nanai's not really the option, and we, we all agree that Luki's probably the better option if he can secure some minutes. Um, but what about your thoughts on Dearden as a bit of a pod halfback, second halfback option? Is he dual? I think he might be. Must be because he's what playing. He's uh, chairs playing halfback, yeah. isn't he? So, yeah. I mean, I haven't really even given a thought to Deed, and, no. and I just think in the round you want to get players who can get you ninety and a hundred. And I don't know, is he the guy that's going to do it in the halfback position? A lot of us are probably just going to take no score in the round. You know, because we're not going to be moving on Cleary or Hines, and that's who most people will have in that position, or Moses if you're Tom. Uh, so I don't know if I would be grabbing him, but you know, because in that you're going to have Sam Walker, he'll probably be a more popular buy for people. You'd think he yeah. may be. He may be an origin. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> He's a Queenslander, isn't he? He's a Queenslander, but he's got gonna... Munster and DCE. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be going to go drop, and... drop DCE for Sam Walker. That'd be good. They they also play um, Man, uh, Melbourne and Penrith the two weeks before Origin. So Ooh. Cowboys are a tough one. Um, Rick, Torhu Harris or Jazz Tavanga, depending on who's getting the minutes by that stage? I reckon both. Sorry, sorry, my, that's that's my fault. Um, there was there oh, was Bruce one. <laughs> no, there, there was one. It was one trade I was debating over this week. Um, that was to bring Jazz in because he's got the uh, the starting lock position at the moment. Plus, with Curran's injury, he's pretty got. He's pretty much just a startup. For the next five, six weeks. I reckon they'll ease Tohu back for one or two weeks. So Tohu will be right for picking. I personally will I I'll probably go Tohu after round sixteen. So hey, my, answer, my answer is jazz. My answer is he jazz. He changes jazz. the team so much though. Like do you have any confidence that Jazz is actually gonna play thirteen jazz, and he's jazz, gonna keep look, getting named there watch, and he's gonna get good minutes? He's the one he he was Probably one of about three or four players that gave us all 100% on Monday. Um, and we've missed him for a couple of weeks. His, yeah, he, he, he just never it. seems to he never seems to be a priority for the coach. He's always yeah. getting dropped. And he's yeah, but look, getting... you've got Karen out, you've got Karen out, Bailey Serenin's done fuck all. Uh Katoa's out on the outer. Um because Jazz is one of those ones he busts out. Had a nice PPM when he's on there. I know it didn't translate in that flogging, but he's a, he, he's a bit of a super coach, you know. Yeah, he's a scorer. He he will average sixty for the next four or five weeks. I'm not touching any Warriors. I mean, Curran was the only one that I was interested in, and now he's injured, so I've got no interest in him. I I would I would be tempted to Walsh if he's not selected in that matchup against Manly. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean that is that, that is but I mean that is slight warrior warrior bias 
but also I have a, a spot. I have I also have Ilias in my half, but I can move Hines up and then bring Walsh in for a one-off or two games, depending on the games either side of that that Origin game. Well, I mean, all these moves you're making, you're taking out Cook or Grant and bringing in Walsh. You're going to have no trades by round fifteen. <laughs> Oh, you know, what's Walsh's top score this year? Has he gone anything above 70? Uh, I think he's had 180, maybe. I'm not 100% sure. He hasn't done 100. Like, he, has, he hasn't lit it up like last year. I'd be going Manu. Get Manu. <laughs> Don't worry about the Warriors. Who's ever, is Ponga and, or Walsh averaging more? Oh, Walsh. 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 Ponga's been rubbish yeah oh, you had that, had that one game one game one. was it you tom that we were having the ponga versus walsh debate it just made me think of it <laughs> um i lost 200 bucks to the whisperer last year on ponga versus bloody walsh yeah, I, I've, I've got 20 bucks on uh 20 20 bucks on the bet with whisperer with warriors to go five wins out of ten so i need i need him to win this week to have a chance well, what are they? Because this interests me now. Uh, 50, uh, Ponga averages 50. Ugh. That's lower than I thought. Walsh would what be is, much more than that. Uh, 58. There you go. So, not bad for a bad Warriors team. Um, yeah. One thing He's got I 32. The, yeah. Go on. What I will add for the Torhu Jazz conversation is that uh, Curran's only out with an MCL. It's not a long-term injury. It's not four something six that weeks, players yeah. struggle to come back from. It's, yeah, four to six weeks. There's a chance that he'll be back for Origin, so it's just something we need to keep an eye on. Um, Shout-out to the NRL physio for keeping us it's, updated it's, on those type of things. Would would he have been in the mix for Origin if he stayed fit? I think they'd be mad if they didn't consider him. He's, he's such a good player. You know, is, I don't yeah. really rate. I mean, I'm not a. I live in Queensland, but I'm not a bloody Queenslander, and I don't like the Queenslands. Fuck them. But yeah. I just think, you know, he's he's he can play in the middle. He can play on the edge. He gets involved in everything. He's one of those, you know, get involved. Except, in everything. It's mm. perfect. He's perfectly built for Origin, I think. Mm. Mm. That's Karen you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't he a New South Wales player? No. Yes. Yeah, so no, he's just, New South Wales. Yeah. Is he New South Wales? Yeah. I thought he was a Queenslander. No. The reason why I say it is because I don't think Crichton's a chewing to get into the... Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be Curran. I, I mean, no, no, a name I never see on anyone's list is Frizzell, and I think he's going to walk straight into Origin this year. I think he's been mm. playing fantastic. He was a weapon. He was an Origin. He'll take, like, he'll take Tarek's spot, won't he? I, yeah, no. I think yeah, so. But, yeah, but There's a lot of middles too, like Murray and uh, Yo and... You know, I think that like they need Angus to... Crichton, like, what are they going to do with him? Like, he probably doesn't play this year, which is pretty crazy. I wouldn't. Th- I mean, he's not playing well enough, I don't no. think. So. No, I, I, like, I, look, I, I'll definitely put Toe in around six, round 17, uh, after round 17. Give him a few weeks to warm up, and then you'll get he, a nice solid 65, 70 average. He'd want to be averaging 65 plus yeah. for those first three weeks for me to even consider it. You want him to average this so the dry, price drops down. Yeah. <laughs> Would you bring yeah. him in if he was doing 40s? I mean, Pete, you guys went early on McInnes and he's already back yeah. on the bench. And that's what, that's like what I mean. Yeah. That scared me now. 
McInnes. I thought he but would have been we right. All know that, now, we all know Kyle will get 70 minutes once he's fully fit. Mm, we said that about McInnes too, and he's but, still not. McInnes has got uh, Finucane, uh, um the other back rowers. Current the front Jones, rowers. BMM. BMM's uh, not even in the mix at the moment. Wasn't he a star? <laughs> you and Aiken. star. <laughs> right up with Kane Evers as the best Warriors fight from last year. Yeah. Anyway, we're moving yeah. on from well, the Warriors. Or? He did. He did. Throw yeah, a nice, yeah. Well, he, I mean, he just got a, nice, a nice try though. Last year, I think. Uh, I think we'll 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 wrap up there um, for our State of Origin uh, foresight. Uh, we might revisit that at a later date. Um, just keep in mind that. You know, there are the buy rounds, but there will be players that get rested and there, there probably will be injuries and things like that. We can't predict injuries, but we know the players that will probably get rested. Mm. Um, so keep that in mind when thinking about your origin period as well. Um, we'll go quickly over round eight looking forward. Um, we'll get your tip for the game and just a real quick one player from the game to look at. Um one real quick reason why, and be as obscure as you like. Um, the first game up is the Broncos 8 versus the Sharks 40. Uh, oh, no, scores hasn't happened yet. That's my bad, but that's my prediction. prediction? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. 40 to 8 to the Sharks. Um, I'm actually going to keep an eye on Moylan um, this week. I think all the attention on Talakai, you're going to have... Um, all sorts of space opening opening up in front of Moylan, and he might revisit the old uh, dummy and inside step that sort of brought him to the forefront of Penrith that many years ago. Um, Ricky, do you have a player from the Broncos or Sharks? Okay, so I'm going Sharks, and I'm going to pick Mulatalo. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't get him in this week, um, but I think he'll go large because Cobo was is not defensively sound. He likes to rush in. And I think Talakai will... He's got great hands, so he'll pass to Koba, uh, to, to Mulatau to score two, three tries. And I reckon he'll go 120 points plus. There we go. Uh, Ados? Yep, I want to say uh, the Sharks as well. My player is Nico Hines. I think the people at Suncorp are going to get to see the beautiful man live and they're going to see him 125 plus. I think he's going to take this game by the, by the horns. I, I think he's he, this, these teams, a team like the Broncos that get into a bit of a rabble defensively, I think is perfect for Hines. I think he's going to have a big game. So you're not VCing him? I'm just going to VC. Cleary into a Paps captain. I just think it's this, it's a sublime kind of VC because it's a Friday game for Cleary as well. So it's a nice early Cleary VC. I mean, people are going to just straight see Cleary, but if he goes 70 or 80, you know, I feel very confident that Paps will outscore that and I've got an advantage. But yeah, I think people will VC Talakai in this, but I think that might be a mistake because. At the very least, we know Stags will be up for this game, and he's going to be switched on right from you know the first whistle. So I think that you, people bringing in Talakai thinking he's going to score a hundred this week, I think they're probably they might be a little bit disappointed. It could be I, still a good 60, 70 maybe, but I don't think it's going to be a big hundred. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it myself, but I can see a world where VC Hines see Cleary. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So. 
Tommy, uh, Sharkies or Broncos, and who's your player to watch? Uh, I'm on the Sharks. I'm going to be as obscure as I can about my player. Corey Pikes, break even of minus 20, coming off a score of 77 last week. Um, he he was a player I'm actually trying to get in. I don't know where I'm going to put him, but I can afford him. He's 237,000. He's popular on the buy list this week. Mm, just, I'm going, I think I'm going to sit back and watch another week. It's a shame he's got that break even at minus 20 really need, should get in this week but i want to watch him another week with his minutes he was the best on the park last week i thought so he's the best hooker option at the broncos mm. let's let's not be silly uh, i don't know but you know the coach's son is in there as well and you can that's the worry mm. about pakes is because you know billy might play 60 minutes this week and pakes only gets 20 turpin might come back and they you know drop pakes back to the reserves that's the worry with him he looks like a nice. You can downgrade Randall to him and nearly bank two hundred k, which is yeah. Funny. But there, it's an there's an element of risk. Definitely big element of risk there. Um, Gold Coast versus Penrith. Uh, Ados, who have you got in this one, and who is your player to watch? I am going to say Penrith win this one, and my player is going to be David Fafita. Is it going to be a bounce back? That's the big question this week because he's, he's worth enough money to do a nice, easy crossover to someone like IPAP, you know, but you feel like I w- that'll be the fourth time I've traded. I've traded you know, Fafita in, I've traded him out and I've traded him back in again. I'm not trading him out again. Too many trades. So I just hope he bounces back this week in the second row. I think even though he was picked out of position last week, I think surely he feels embarrassed because he got stood up pretty bad out there. Yeah. Several times in attack, so yeah. in defence. So I think I think he's got to be fired up, hasn't he? I mean, have you ever seen Fafita fired up? No. Just one person on the Gold Coast no. has. <laughs> I, I watched him play with a baseball bat. <laughs> I watched him play an under 18 State of Origin game, and no joke, he was he he was like playing against under 12s every time he got the ball just ran over the top of everyone i thought this guy is going to be an absolute star in the nrl and he's going to have 30 hit ups a game and no one's going to be able to tackle him and if he could just have 30 hit ups a game that might happen but he just doesn't yeah well we said that on the podcast didn't we mitchell he he, he should be on the left which is the side that they attack that'll force the ball into his hands a bit more and i'd play him for 10 to 15 minutes at lock you know, when if you're going to spell Tino, put Fafida at lock where he's got to make tackles and he's got to be in the middle and take some grunt runs because the biggest thing that happens to them is he goes out, he, he, he doesn't get involved, so he gets lost in games, whereas you just keep forcing him to be in the game. Get the ball in his hands lots and get him in the middle for 10, 15 minutes. So he's, he's been named on the right side again? Yes, on the right yeah. side again. Um, Tommy, Penrith, well, Gold Coast. Penrith win and easy. I'm I'm sticking with my obscure players. Greg Marzu, the winger for the Titans, has uh been another player I've been keeping on the radar. Has a base of around high thirties for a winger in a shit team. Very very good. Uh, scored three tries this year and still averages I think fifty. Uh, where is that? Fifty one. So yeah. He's got a higher work rate. I 
kind of he's way too expensive at the moment, but I'm thinking sort of around that origin or after origin, he might be a player I might be able to afford. He's um, interesting. It's good to see that he's locked down that position. I think the biggest issue a few weeks ago when he was affordable was the security around his position there. Um, mm-hmm. with, well, with he's Thompson never been out. He so. was over 500,000 to start the year. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, he's like he's been scoring shit, but he's still like 40, 42, 38, 38, 36, and like, and that's with oh. doing nothing. It's not sub shit. It's not shit stage. Yeah, shit. yeah. No, he's, he's got, got a high, base. he's got a high work rate. And when he scores, like he scored two tries, at, he scored one hundred and two. Where Xavier Coates needed four tries to score one hundred and two. He's a bit like stuff. he's a bit like Pensini, who who has a great base, mm. but yeah. just hasn't quite got the attacking points yet. Yeah, yeah, needs to get that attacking points. Anyway, well, while yeah. you're going, Rick, um, Penrith or Gold Coast, and your player to watch, please. Hey, uh, well, Panthers, obviously. Um, and because Fafita's been named on the right, I'm going his opposite. And that's Villamami Kikau to run over him. Um, I think he's going to be fed by Luai, Clary, whoever, whoever wants to feed him. Um, and against Fafita, who's not great defensively. And I think the winger is... Is the winger... Uh, Mar- no, the winger is Sammy. Sammy? Is mm. that right? Yep. So I think Kikau will score 100. All right. I've, um, I've obviously got the Panthers as well. I've gone down a similar line, Rowdy. I've actually gone Targo. I'm thinking that Defee's going to, much like Ados said, bounce back. I think he's going to put a little bit too much effort into it, and I think he's going to be rushing up out of the line, um, and it's going to create some space for the outside men, Targo and, and, and May, on the end of it. Um, so, yeah. Fingers crossed because I own Targo and not Kikau. <laughs> or Defee, for that matter. Mm. Mm. So fuck y'all. Um, I got a lot so- riding. <laughs> <laughs> um, South versus Manly. Uh, Adrian. Yep. Uh, I'm going to tip South in this one. Um, a little known fact to a lot of people out there is it's Cody Walker's 150th game. So I think that he's a buy this week. He's popular for people. He's down at that point where he's bottomed out and he's got an achievable break even this week. If you're getting rid of an Elias, I think it is an upgrade to Cody. He got a 77 last week with a try. I think he, I've seen some green shoots from South. So looking a little bit more, you know, better. They're looking a little better on the left, which is his, you know, bread and butter. Um, and I, th- I think in this 150th, I think it, uh, just... I saw an interview of him on the news this week. He was, he has a lot of pride because he obviously started his career later and he just, he was talking about how proud he is to have reached 150. He was a bit emotional and a bit proud about it. And I think he's going to really turn up this week and put in a big game. So I think people are going to bring him in this week. I think he's going to ton up. I've, I've in a lot of my bold big calls. I've always put Cody in there scoring well. I was close last week, but this week I think he's going to ton up. You, you make a good point. Like the, I mean, he might get 200 games, but he's probably not going to get 250. So this is probably his last milestone game or his second last milestone game until 
retirement. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I like it. I'm, I'm on him as well. Uh, Rowdy, South versus Manly. Okay, well, if Walker's going to turn up, I think he's going to be a beneficiary of some cookie magic. Probably, uh, hopefully run a bit more than he did last week was measly 62, which I captained. So, a few more runs and hopefully 80 plus. And you're tipping South? Yes, sorry, South. Yep. Yep. Tom? So I'm I'm tipping South. Um, although, did you two tip South? I'll go Manly because yeah. you two tip South. And I'm on the anti-Cody Walker train. So last week, he had his best game of the year. He scored 77. He had a try and a try assist. Mm. He had 23 tackles, which is five more than he's had all year. He didn't miss a tackle, getting, getting which, is, which is he didn't miss a tackle, which is the first time this season he hasn't missed a tackle. He also had a line break and a line break assist. So he was busy, had his best game of the year, scored a try, had a try assist, scored 77. Yeah, so you can look at that and say he's warming up. You don't in have a to losing say team. In a, in a losing, <laughs> in a losing team. team. He's warming up. Well, look, in, okay. the first, in the first games, he looked really disinterested out, out there. But last week, he, he was getting in a bit of argy, yeah. argy, what you love from Cody Walker. Yeah. So... It is so a you can, probably, you can look at that two ways. I, I look at that like he had his best game of the year. He was active. He was involved in everything. He should have scored double what he scored, but he didn't. So, yeah. I, or you can say, or you can say, okay, he's he's just getting into form and he's going to go on a run. So, I think I mean, you I'm, did watch I'm him last year. I know A. Ray was there, but he he is a super coach gun when yeah. he's on, and you know, Souths are not. What they were last year, I don't yeah, think at all. They've, but... they've made so much, so many mistakes in the back line this year. Their 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 completion rates horrendous. It's like everyone says, "Oh, you know, the Roosters are going to come good." I mean, surely South with this run of games, there's got to be some try assists and tries for Cody Walker. He's he's got to well, score. We had a try and try assist last week. Yeah, Plus and you had expect a that from him and a line break assist. That's how he gets his points. Yeah. But only 77 points. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, he I can't, kind of, remember, he doesn't cost 660K. He costs 440K. Exactly. That's right. 463,000. That's yeah. as cheap as you're going to get him. Cheap as chips. It's worth a risk. It's worth a punt. But no, you, yeah. your point is very good. It is, you, people need to realize it's a punt. It's not a... Yeah. He, he, he could come in this week and score 40 points and you're like, what? I should have just held bloody Ilias. So I'm, trying to, I'm trying to put the knocker on him because I'm not going Cody Walker. I'm sticking with dill bags. Is it going to hurt? Probably. Center, yes. <laughs> Named it center <laughs> this week. Going for 78 the or something last week in the Senate. So. Anyway, moving on. All right. Moving on. Happy to move on from that one. You don't want to give us a player? You trashed Cody Walker, but you didn't give us a No, that was my player. Cody Walker was my anti. I was just going against Ado. Well, speaking of people going against Ados, um, New Zealand Warriors versus Canberra Raiders. Tom, do you want to go first for this one? Fuck it. It's, your... Where is it, actually? It's in Redcliffe. Undefeated. Oh. Undefeated. I'm going to Redcliffe. I'll be there. That'll make all the difference to the green machine. Like it has all year. <laughs> hey, I've only gone to one game. Yeah. Rolled in the second half. Jesus Christ, this is a hard game to tip. 
I don't want to tip either of them. Can can it be a draw? I'm going to tip a draw. Maybe. I'll be able to. I'll take, I'll take the draw. Oh, we need more. A nil all draw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to stick with Aiken. Aiken's been good this year, and um, he's been sort of a shining light in that Warriors team in the back row. So Aiken's my one to watch. I'm, I'm sort of half tempted to sell him, actually, in Classic, but I, I, I have to sell him to get Cleary, but I don't want to sell him. So I'm trying to work out how I can hold him. Um, he's been a good little jewel for me, Aiken. Mm. He, he, showed some, he, sh- he showed some good effort uh, in defence in the first half. Played against his brother, got in a fight with his brother once. Yeah, good story. Good. <laughs> um, I just realised I forgot my tips for the last game, so I am going to tip Manly. Um, and my player to watch is going to be Cooler. Um, up against the fresh combination of Tass and AJ. I think there's going to be a little bit of opportunity there. Uh, he's quite speedy, so he doesn't need a lot of room to take advantage. Are you going to play um, I'm really thinking about it. I don't have to, but I'm thinking about it. Mm. So we'll see how I feel moving up to it. Uh, back to the Raiders and the Warriors. So you two, Ricky and Ados, you can just yell. And then whoever gets their opinion across the clearest <laughs> wins. Ready? Three, two, one. Go. No, don't do that. That'd be fucking terrible. Um, Raiders, Raiders I've win. got control of editing as well. So, I mean, Can you put them on a time limit at least. Put them on a yeah, time right. limit. So, Rowdy, you're tipping the Warriors. Ados, you're tipping. <laughs> I'll just go over the top of everyone. Raiders win. The Raiders win. They win the game. Okay. So, Ados is tipping the Raiders. I want a Warriors player from you, Adrian, please. Um, I'm going to say Violia. He's a cheapie that we were. I was like, oh, mate, I, don't, I was a stupid buy. He's not going to come back into that team. I really haven't seen a lot out of him that's, you know, excited me too much. But hopefully on the wing, at least there might be a try. The Raiders are not the best defensive team. It'd be just good to have him as a nice surprise pack at mid You know, we've got him early season, you know, and hopefully he can get some price rises and hold the position. I think it's his yeah, position yeah, to lose. Yeah, that's yeah. right. His position to lose. He was the first choice. Uh, yeah, since the start of the year. And they've just re-signed him last week so yeah so i mean look i hope he goes well and you know he's against the raiders he's every chance and i think on the wing there might be a chance for him to kickstart some scoring in super coach mm-hmm. yeah, that's a bit all right rowdy uh raiders player please okay um i will go tapane nice uh just because i don't think their backs will do any damage and uh, oh, Forwards aren't doing any damage either, mate. They're running for 400 meters a bloody game. I'm just, I'm just pretty much just throwing a name. I uh, know of the Raiders. He, he, he's been one of our, he's been one of our best this year. Yeah. Tuppany, you know, and he, when, he, when he's on, his offloads yeah. are just immense. So, and he's been, I think his minutes have been improving. So, I think he should be playing as many minutes as we can keep him on there. He's been really good. Mm-hmm. Any place better than Tupper. Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't mm. even think Papali should Papali should be going to Origin. He's had an absolute wretched year. Mm. The worst I've ever seen from him. Well, Walsh's injury is the best thing that happened to Papali's Origin career, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, I am tipping the Raiders. I'm going to jump on the milk for this one. Um, I'm keeping. I'm going to keep an eye on um, Savage 
I think he'll be uh, against Violia on that wing. Uh, we've got uh, Berry and Berry and Violia's on the wings, but the I think uh, Berry. Uh, I don't know. Oh, um, okay. If 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 Violia's taking over Kosi, that would be the left wing. Yep. So Barry will be on the, on the right. He's a right okay. player as well. So, yeah. All right. And um, Rapana at fullback as well. Traditionally scores well at fullback. Mm. So he's one to watch there. Yeah, Rapana I like. Yeah. Uh, doggies and... Before, the... before, before we go on to the next game, let's have, a, let's have the bet. Oh, yeah, bet. All right. So Raiders versus the Warriors. There is a bet pending. Uh, who wants to run us through the bet? Loser has to do. Loser has to do hair color of of the other person's choice. Yeah. I don't know. What, what, have you picked your color? Oh, I was going to go pink, but I can't let you do that. I can't let you do that. That's just too too mean. I don't so, care. <laughs> I, I've can I go? I mean, look. Once I give my color, maybe it'll. Um, you know, you can step it up. I I want if the Raiders win, I want you to bleach your hair blonde. Bleach. I've done it before. Bleach oh, that's brutal. Yeah, I want that's bleach. So blonde. good. And it Rick's may, been so confident. It may take may take the grays out. So I don't yeah. mind that. Yeah. But, but, you know, you know, I mean, my hair goes gold when it bleach. When it's, yeah, when oh, it's, that'll be beautiful. I'll look forward to it. Like a lion. Yeah. Uh, so you can pick whatever you want for me. I'll do. I'll roll around. I want you to hair. shave your hair. Shave your head. Yeah. Mitch Styles. Oh. Yeah. Mitch Styles. Shiny, shiny, shiny. Oh, shiny, I can't shiny. go that bald. I mean, I'll go yeah, a number. Yeah. I'll go. Oh, a number. Man, you want me to go? Bit? You want me to? I'll, yeah, but I'm gonna have some fucking hair. I'll go two. We'll go to, I'll go a, I'll, I'll do a one all over or something. Hey, no, we'll go to the barber and we'll get a, 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 a silver stripe. I want a silver stripe right down the middle. Okay, all right. I'll do that. Oh, actually, I'll do a. I'll, I'll shave hey. a mohawk. I'll do a mohawk. Do you want to do that at Magic Round? We'll do that at Magic Round. The mo the uh, an aggressive hair bit. The 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 the, uh, the hair the uh, the the winner or the winner gets to you know show go off. to the barber shop on my, on the Friday before Magic Round. Yeah. <laughs> all, oh, right. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's all right. Well, whatever. <laughs> all right, there it is. Haircuts, is. shitty haircuts, and hair colors. Let's move on. Dogs versus the Roosters. Rowdy. Who are you tipping and who are you keeping your eyes on? Uh, um, I'm going Roosters to win. And I think Suwali on, on the right wing is going to benefit from Manu tearing the dogs apart. Um, and I think he will score uh, two tries. Two tries. All right. Dogs, Roosters, Ados, tip and player to watch. I'm going to say the Roosters. I mean, I think it'll be tighter than, you know, the Roosters have been dog shit. Um, and my player is going to be uh, Angus. You know, does do you think he's playing injured? Because he doesn't look, he looks half the player. Well, he, he does have a half a finger. <laughs> oh, well, he's managed with, to have a pretty successful career with the finger, but I don't know. He just seems to me like he's not punchy or he's not, you know, he's, the body contact is not like what we've seen from Angus. He looks like he's 
conditioned himself conditioning himself back to 80 minutes. He looks like a prop. That's what he looks like. Well, I want to get a look at him for 80 minutes against the dogs. And if he doesn't score Angus type scoring 80 plus this week, you know, he's not going to origin. And I don't think he's a buy for this year. This week against the dogs should answer whether Angus comes back or not. Yeah. Imagine all the people that, had, that picked him in round one of the draft. Oh. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> How you going? Fuck. I started the year with um, him in classic. You know, and I just, it was all so bad, very quick, you know, and you had to just jump straight off. Not good. Tommy, uh, dogs, roosters, tip and player? Roosters by 100. Um, I'm all on James Tedesco to get me back up the leaderboard in classic. A uh, couple of shout-outs here. How the fuck is Paul Momorowski still in the Roosters team? Um, and Derek Carr's on the extended bench for the Roosters, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders quarterback. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, what the hell has happened with Billy Smith? They said it was a couple of weeks. He's not even playing Reggie. So, Momorowski with one of the all-time shockers. He did an Edward Cosey last week. It was a terrible game, and he's still in the team. I, did, yeah, he I was, assumed he was, he'd been dropped. He got, he got bitched by uh, Stags mm. not long ago as well. Yeah, I, I mean, it'll be interesting next week sure. when um, when Tupu's back, what they do. But it can't be Mimo. He's got to go. I think he's been awful. Um, mm. I've also tipped the Roosters in this one, and I'm going to keep a close eye on TPJ. Um, he has history with the Roosters from last season when he was at the Bulldogs, him and Radley. So I think he is uh, one that I think is either going to turn up or just completely flop. Either way, I'm going to enjoy watching it. Mm. Um, Parramatta Eels versus the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, Ados, your tip. Yeah, this could be a good one. They're both being pretty good. Um, I want to go the Eels in this one. Um, they lose last week, the Eels? Or did they? No, they won. Um, no, they lost to the Tigers. Oh, they lost to the no, it was week four. Week. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, um, I'm going to go the Eels, and I'm going to go, um, you know, the Cowboys have been a good defensive team, so I'm going to say Dylan Brown is going to flop this week. I don't think there's going to be a try in salvaging his pick in centre for a 70. I think he'll go under 50 this week if he actually runs out in centre. Pain. pain. Very bold. Uh, Rowdy, your tip the Eels and the Cowboys? Um, Eels for me, uh, in the close one, but I think Moses will go big and back to his being a bully of lower teams with three trices. In the top four? Huh? Aren't the Cowboys in the top four? Oh, well, like, they're lower than the Eels, aren't they? So, let's be honest, lower teams. I think they're, I think they're fifth and Paris fourth, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think he, I think he'll get three tries this. Um, yeah, I'm I'm all on Parramatta. Um, I think the Cowboys are very very lucky to be up that high on the table. I think they've just come up against some shit teams, and um, like the Gold Coast last week just played fucking terrible. Oh, um, how about Gold Coast? The defense has been good, and the, the defense has been good. Yeah, I just can't say it. They, they've got to fall away. The, the Cowboys are just terrible on paper. The Eels lost to the Tigers, mate. So they're not. Yeah, no. So did South. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm. 
I don't know. Who am I chasing home? Dylan Brown. I don't know. You like, anti the things I'm saying. Yeah. Dylan Brown well, to up. <laughs> it's, it's the Cody Walker <laughs> to, to it's the Dylan Brown to Cody Walker trade. I've been flicking that around in my head all week. And <laughs> I'm going with gut. I've got to I've got to go with my gut because that hurt me last week. I should have gone with my gut last week and I didn't. This week I'm sticking with my gut, and that is saying keep Dylan Brown. Cody Walker's not good. Uh, but yeah, how the fuck? Like Dylan Brown is what a top three five eight in the competition. Oh, he's, been the best. Did... he's been the best five eight yeah. in the competition. Him and Munster like, probably top two. Hell, it just doesn't make sense. How does Jacob Arthur get the six jersey? Put I Jacob Arthur in the centers. Like, well, who cares? probably not. I mean, it was out of him or Cardi, and I think that they just probably, you know, he's a good defender and he's pretty fast. He actually was quite serviceable in the centers, I guess. And that's he's a victim of that. But I mean, far out. Opacic is in the extended squad. Yeah. So the best he's thing that player, can happen yeah. is, is, well, I mean, Opacic is going to be in the centers if he's fit and he's good to go. And that's what the best thing you can hope for. <laughs> Oregon Kafusi, he can play center. <laughs> no, Madison, it'll be put Madison in the centers. Like seriously, any what get Jacob Arthur out of the halves. What the fuck? Anyway, carry coaches on. and sons, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, it it raises question marks. I'm going against the grain. I'm actually going to tip the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I think their defense is going to frustrate Parramatta, and we all know how Mitchell Moses plays when he's frustrated. Mm, um, good point. My player to watch is. Uh, Scott Drinkwater. I think he's in for another big game. I think the cows getting up in this game is going to ride heavily on Drinkwater providing creative opportunities for those outside setters. Um, so I think it's a good opportunity for him to put his hand up and really lock down that fullback position up there. Uh, Sunday's games are Newcastle versus Melbourne. Uh, Tom, your tip, I think we know. Uh, but go on. Well, I'm... Um... What game, what day is this on Sunday? Um, will Newcastle still be a team in the NRL on Monday? That can be my hot <laughs> tip is that they'll be kicked out of the comp on Monday. <laughs> they will just fold. They will crumble to their knees and say, please put us in reserve grade. Please take Ponga uh, back. <laughs> man, this is, yeah, this is rough on Newcastle. I like Newcastle as a team, but Jesus Christ. They're going to get absolutely pumped. and It could be a repeat of last week. I can only hope. Well, the best thing in their <laughs> favour is that it's at least a, an away game for Melbourne. Mm. Um, who am I watching? What uh, player? Like, Knight yeah. says, says a roster there is nothing. Like, they've got nothing. They've got... They, 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 I would have said worse than Warriors. Yeah. I, think, I, didn't, want to say, I didn't want to say that, but yeah. The Bradman Best and that Sasagi, are they the worst def- defensive centres in the comp? I don't know. Warriors have, got, Warriors have got pretty bad ones. Morgan Harbour's <laughs> not the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, Justin Olam is going to have a field day, I think, yeah. Um, against yeah. them too. I don't actually know who he's running. He's that. running at Sasagi. He's running yeah. at Sasagi. Right he's, I'm on Justin Olam this week. Yeah. For my draft Put him on any, try, any time try scorer. Yep. Uh, um, I'm going shock horror. I'm going Peppy. Um, again to Peppy, the, Peppy himself to beat the, the Knights. <laughs> yes, Peppy to 
score 30 points by himself. Super coach points? No, no, no. Actual NRL points, which will then translate to 160 super coach points. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, Ados? Yep, I'm going to go the Storm by plenty. And I'm going to go, not a player, I want to go lots of players. I want to say the Storm had five tons in their super coach output last week. I think they're going to better that this week. I think there'll be more than five tons. Damn. Damn. All right, that's huge. I'm also tipping Melbourne. Um, my player to watch, though, uh, is on the Newcastle team. I'm keeping an eye on Bradman best. Um, no gay guy in the team means there's no attacking opportunities down the right-hand side, which means more ball going down the left-hand side, which means more tackle breaks for Bradman Best. They're never going to have the ball. No, I can't solve them. They're never going to have the ball. I don't think the ball's ever going to be able to get, get out there. You know? Ola's not a good defender. He's up against um, the other one. What's his? Remus Smith. Oh, Remus Smith. Remus Smith will be out. Uh, concussion protocol. He's not a bad defender, Olin. I mean, he puts on those big hits, but he does. Yeah, he he doesn't yeah. read them all that well. Yeah, oh, it's a good defender. What's the side that gets all the tries scored on on Melbourne? It's not Olin's side, is it? It's the other side. No, it's it's Smith. It's Remus Smith. Mm. And I would have said Remus, Remus is outside. a better defender than Olin. Nah, that's where all the yeah. tries get get scored yeah. on Melbourne. Mm. Uh, last game of the round, probably. Arguably, one game to look forward to. Yeah, um, St. George Dragons versus the West Tigers. Rowdy, who are you tipping in this blockbuster? Um, I'm tip, tipping the Dragons. Not with any, not as much um, certainty as the last two times I've picked against the Tigers, but I think the Dragons will pull up um, and snip the win streak of the Tigers. Lomax to have a monster performance and score 100 points. Fair enough. Uh, Tommy? I'm going to go the Tigers. Tigers going on a bit of a run. Well, a bit of a pot at the moment David Nofaluma. He hasn't really been going that bad this, this year. Uh, I don't think he's had any abysmal performances. So he's sort of one to watch. I'm always looking for a centre wing that's sort of a a pod and putting up nice base points. Uh, Nofo's been doing that a little bit. And can I just say, Rowdy, that um, on NRL 360 tonight, Paul Kent said that Reese Walsh is going to sign with the Broncos. Really? Yep. Oh. So. Huge. Hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> How are you going to follow that breaking news up, Ados? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll, 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 I'll I mean, he does work for Daily Telegraph, so you can't I mean, really he can't really hold much hope with it. He, he did leave. He, it wasn't a nice leave from the Broncos, was it? Yeah, it was a bit weird. No, I don't think so. There's no way. No way. They need a fullback. They need a proper yeah, fullback. I, the, only, the only Queensland team I can see him going to is North Queensland. Why? They don't need fullbacks. They've got, like, three of them. The Broncos need a proper, Do proper Dolphins, fullback. Dolphins won't. Because uh, O'Sullivan's um, been told uh, they've got a thing with uh, the Warriors that they can't attack any Warriors players till next year. So, um, the Reese Walsh signs with the Broncos, doesn't take the field, tears his contract up, and signs with the signs with the Dolphins all all before <laughs> the season starts next year. 
<laughs> All right. Um, um, do, do no, your, I don't care. Your... If he wants to go, go. <laughs> I don't care. Do we get your Do we get your tip, Ados? Nah, I'm going to say it's going to be a good one. I, I think I'm going to go with the Dragons. Um, my player is going to be um, Teletau Amon. I think Bird is going to be out because of that broken arm. I think he's going to have maybe a few weeks, maybe up to three or four weeks there, Amon. And those poor old people that couldn't get rid of him, you know, I think he's going to maybe generate some money. I think he's actually looked good coming off the bench, uh, you know, in the bench role. So hopefully he's built a little bit of confidence on that. And Ben Hunt, I mean, he's been having a pretty good year, I think, and he's been leading the team well. Um, so I th hopefully Amon, you know, for people who couldn't get rid of him, you get a little second life of Amon. I sold, I sold Amon in like week three or something, and yeah. I'm seriously looked at him as a buy again. That's pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, it'd be you'd be a glutton for punishment because he might come. He was scoring worse when he was starting and playing eighty. Yeah. He was off the bench, but yeah, I mean, hopefully he's turned. You know, he's he's got a bit more confidence. Yeah. I am going to split this and I will tip the Tigers as well. So we'll go two each. Um, I'm keeping an eye on Luke Brooks. I think with Hastings back, uh, a lot of responsibility has been taken away from Luke Brooks and it's opened mm. him up. He showed us on the weekend he's got a little bit more of his running game back. His confidence is building. Not saying he's going to blow the world away, um, but I think we'll see some improvement from Brooks. So I'll be keeping an eye on him. Uh, so that wraps up our preview of the round that is coming towards us. Um, just before we finish up, guys, I'm sure there's one question that our listeners are begging to have answered. We want to know who you're trading in. Ados, you're our guest. Tell us, who are you targeting this week? Um, my original plan was, was to get rid of Randall and, and bank the cash down to Corey Pakes. I'm not going to do that. Because Randall's BE is still relatively low, and I have those little concerns over um, Pakes. And even more than that, I think Suwali's got a fabulous matchup this week. He's This is the week you ideally want to buy him, but it's not a big negative 50 break even. So it's not essential, but I think Randall's a fair hold, you know, because, you know, I can get the money um, by selling Penasini, who I think is maxed out. Um, he's, he's averaging 50, but I think. Suwali will average the same. And he plays that first buy. So Penasini out, down to Suwali. And then I'm going to get Ilias up to Cody Walker. Very nice. Very nice. Um, I'm doing something similar, but we'll talk about that in a second. Tom, the famous non-trader, have you remembered to think about trades this week? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still not positive, actually. I need to get Nathan Cleary. He's he's a must-have. I'm just I'm trying to work out. There's lots of players I should sell, like Jack Bird's going. Uh, I'd say he'll go whether he's actually fucked his arm or not. Um, Ewan Aiken's on the trade block. I'm sort of thinking about trading him, but I kind of want to keep him. Schneider's going. He's, he's making way for Cleary. Uh, so, yeah, I just got to work out who I sell because of, there's a lot of players I should sell, but I don't really want to sell them. Um, because if I sell Aiken and Bird, they'll both in my center wing. That makes my center wing look pretty yuck. It means I've got to start Suwali, uh, and I don't really want to start. So I'll probably start him this week, but I don't want to start him every week. So, yeah, still trying to work that out. I kind of interested in Pakes too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That Cleary, number one, get him in. 
theory is a must-have. Ricky? Okay. I've bombarded our group chat with uh, numerous trade options uh, last day. My latest one, and the one that has looked the best so far, is I'm trading out Moses, trading out Joshy King from Melbourne, and trading out Schneider, trading in a guy called Shannon Harris uh, from the Panthers. Uh, Nuffy. CTW? Yep, yeah, Nuffy. Nothing, yeah. Yep. Uh, getting uh, Cody Walker in and some guy called Cleary. Um, so he's, that trade has left me very, uh, very light in the funds department so, and, and trade department. I've used my last trade boost. <laughs> uh, but having said that, look, I'm I'm very happy with my team. I may have maybe three plays to get in. What's your um, team value, Rowdy? Twelve point seven mil. Yeah, I mean that's that. I think if you're around the you know anywhere twelve and twelve two upwards, you've made some good money mm. off your off your mm. GPs. So and then it shows that you've used your boosts to do. You know, do that. Yeah. Like, I've, I've only used my boost to get the big guns in. I've used to get Clarion. I've used to get Munster in. I've used to get um, Hines in. I've used to get Grant in and yeah. Cook in. So I've actually used all of them to, to, to get the guns in. That will keep, will be staying in my team. Um, yeah, so hopefully the 24 trades... Look, I, I want to use maybe 14 trades to get to my final, my my the three big players I want. And then I use 10 trades near the end of the season to for emergency. Do you run out of trades every year? Yes. I get the feeling you do, mate. I think I think I ran out of trades maybe three weeks before the season ended last week, uh, last year. And I ended up playing like 14 players because I had horrendous injury tolls, 14 for the last three weeks. I think I made a head-to-head cashy last year and I had 12 players. You know? mm. In the final. So runner up for me that that one. I am going to at the moment I've got Ilias and Valame from the Raiders. Um trading them out for a Cody Walker and Suwali. That may change because thinking about round 13 and the Raiders playing, so I might move Panasini on instead. Um I just sort of wanted to keep in for one more week and get that last little bit little bit of cash out of him. Um, but we'll see how we go. Uh, I've got Lolo that I want to get in as well. I don't have him yet. So whether that's a firmer to Lolo as well. I've still got plenty of boosts, but not a lot of trades. So I don't know. We'll see how we go. I don't um, really understand the Penasini thing. He's got a break even of eight. You've yeah. got the Cowboys, Penrith, round nine. Like you don't just don't start him that week. Roosters, he's a 50-50 whether you're playing. Yeah, Manly I mean, are rubbish. Canberra's rubbish. Bulldogs are rubbish. Roosters, uh, yeah. South, but I mean, uh, he's, he's not a big ton scorer. His average is fifty. He's he's averaged yeah. not seventy, 
So the average is 50. It's the same as going Randall to Pakes. He, Pakes is going to probably score the same as Randall, but it's 200K cheaper. You're going to get Suali, who's going to score the same as Penasini, and you bank yeah, 200K. Okay. That's the reason yeah, why people do it. It's it's a funds thing, you know. Uh, mm. So you don't. He's not an essential sell. And if I was going to do the Pakes thing, it was because I wanted to hold Penasini. I didn't see any actual urgent reason to sell him, but you know, I'm going to do it because I think Suali is a good play this week. It just seems like a luxury trade. Like I could start him. Looking at his run home, I could start him in probably seventy or eighty percent of the games. And yeah, he's going to give his... me 50 or 60. And then those games, like, I just won't start him. Like, I hope, I don't know, the Penrith game, then they got South, and they got Penrith again. I mean, the scores again. are 40s most, most weeks. You know, he had that. He had a one one big, I think it was when he was on the wing. You know, so that's that's mm. the thing. It's not. So if you, yeah. I can see if, you, if you're upgrading Ilias to a, to a gun, I can see that sense. But for me, it's sort of like, yeah, I don't know. I sort of rather just keep him, like, He's a he's almost a keeper to for the end of the year looking at Parramatta's draw. Um, well, yeah. if fifty if fifty points is keeper for you, then you know. Yeah, well, as a it's sort of like a fourth, fifth center wing. I'll, I'll I don't know, maybe I'd take that personally. Would you not? Like, well, yeah, but I'll take it from Suwali. It cost me two fifty. Yeah, yeah. So you, you you go down from Panasini to Suwali. You cash the two hundred and whatever k. Yeah. And then Sawali goes up another 200k, and then you upgrade, and you get a, a player that's going to average 80 or 90 instead of a player mm. that's going to average 40 or 50. Yeah, Sawali's so basically going to do what Penasini has done. He's got himself up to 450, and you know Sawali will go up to 450, 500. Mm. You know, he'll do the same thing. So you the, just... um, the the only issue I've got in my team is the two RFs. Um, I've got Talakai. Murray and Cotter as my starting two RFs. And on my bench, I've got Katoa, Tulagi, and Harris. Yeah, that's that's a shit bench. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can I can move Tago <laughs> up to second row and play Kula or Vailea. Um and then not I mean, Tuolagi, you know, he we want him to play 80 minutes, <laughs> ideally, because he's he's shown that he's got a little bit about him. He just want 80 minutes out of him. It's not the worst matchup for him this week. I want to probably play him. I want um, Collar to actually start and actually play 60 minutes. But that's... Yeah, yeah so, I mean, it's... it's I, I, I'm deciding whether to play Kota, Katoa, Tuolagi, or... Move Tago up and play Tago in my two RS. I think Max King's a good play this week as well because uh, Josh Jackson's out with COVID, mm. so mm. I think there's some minutes there yep. for Maxi Boy. Would you? And would you? Would you put Tago up to two RF? Play Tago up in, uh, in two RF and play either Cooler or Cotter. Oh, I'd probably just play Cotter, play Cotter because, it, you know, he's not going to get a teens, is he? He'll get your 40, probably worst. Anyway, we've been going for ages, haven't we? Yeah, I'm going to yeah so we're, come, we're coming up on two hours. So we'll <laughs> wrap it up. Um, we smashed through it. We got lots of information out. Hopefully some of it's useful. Um, we always enjoy having our guests on. So thank you, Ados, for blessing us with your presence, as always. Yeah, I mean, it, um, that's how it ends up being two hours when I'm on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, 
Mate, it, it's always a pleasure, even if it is two hours or three hours. It doesn't matter. Um, for, the one, for the one listener that we have that doesn't know where to find you, do you want to give yourself a little plug? Uh, just look up Super Coach by Adrianosaurus. You'll find me on, on all the socials, Facebook, Super, uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I even TikTok. do TikTok, but just follow me on those. Super Coach by Adrianosaurus, you'll find me. There he is. He'll be there. Um, Tommy, you've got your NFL pods dropping almost weekly at this stage. Um, yeah. Really winding up for the, for, the rookie, for the season, I believe. NFL draft in two days' time. We will be streaming during the whole NFL draft. I don't know. Just look me up. Come and have a yarn. Yeah, Tom's on Twitter providing hourly updates on all the rookie movements in America at the moment. Um, Jump on there and find him. How are your followers going? You getting up there now? 303. I just checked. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to create some new accounts and start following and unfollowing again. I got to 300 (laughs) and I celebrated the 300. And then someone unfollowed me. It, it happens every time. If you go and if you go and do the old pat on the back about how many followers you have, I know. you you watch you them get, drop down. I get the bots. They must get deleted. I get all these bots that follow me, which bump me up, and then they must get deleted, and so I lose <laughs> all the followers. <laughs> anyway, all right, good chat, well, lads. Thanks for thanks for coming on, Tom. Um, blessing us with thanks, your mate. presence after creating this awesome podcast and then abandoning <laughs> us to do the NRL by ourselves. Uh, Rowdy, thanks as always, mate. It's been um, it's been quite the experience. Letting me run the show, I'm sure things yes, weren't all, uh, you know quite as smooth as they could have been. But hey, you know, look, I, I won't, what, what yeah, I, won't edit, I won't edit too much. <laughs> what was oh, in that vape, good. Mitch? Your voice, your voice has got slower and slower as the night gone on. Was there a bit in that I'm vape? Just getting, or? just getting tired. Nah, it's just is that a what it is? Vape. Tired? No, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, oh, just getting yeah. tired, mate. Oh, yeah. Tired, mate. That's all. <laughs> I haven't left the couch. You can't accuse me of anything. Is your eyes are red, though. Mm. Oh, big, stop it. Be a good game. I stay so, I stay stay so from all that. Apparently, it makes you lose your hair. Yeah, that's what I'm told. <laughs> yeah. um, last week, yeah, last, week have... last week, we had a good uh, good um, uh, fig jam Thursday, Thursday. Uh, with, uh, was it Cronulla versus um, Manly? That was a good good mm. um, chat and we're doing it this week tomorrow yep yep so we'll be on for the, the Sharks Broncos game mm-hmm. um, from around seven o'clock we'll send the links out in the group chats I'm sure most of you are in those so mm-hmm. you'll get them um, but yeah thanks for listening and until you, we're back in your ears next week um, don't just be a super coach be a smart super coach yeah boy <laughs>